This is Dan from Burlington, Vermont, and I'm tuned in to the new TNN. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, due to the docile tones of WWE's favorite band, Saliva, don't let it trip you up. They're not singing about Chris Jericho. They're singing about kings, kings of the world, kings of the universe, and perhaps kings of the ring. Welcome to Bright Man here on the new TNN podcast feed. As always, my name is Johnny C, and here on Bright Man... We just talk about whatever bright idea pops into my head that week. And folks, I've been sitting on this one for a while. I wanted to make sure that I had reached a level of podcasting necessary to cover material this important. And I don't think I've reached that level, but I can't wait any longer. Today, we are going to be talking about the legendary pay-per-view King of the Ring 1994. And you know, this event took place on Father's Day in 1994 in June. And even though we're nowhere near Father's Day in the real world, this is still a gift. And since I'm a dad, maybe you could say this is a gift from your old Papa Johnny C. Uh, It's in Baltimore, Maryland at the Baltimore Arena, which is not really relevant, except it kind of is, because some of Baltimore's favorite sons will be appearing on this Father's Day spectacular. So... If for some strange reason you live under a rock and you don't know what the King of the Ring 1994 is all about, let me briefly explain. Of course, it's most importantly about the ascension of a young man who's much better of a sports entertainer than his older brother ascending to the King of the Ring throne. It's about, I believe, the first pay-per-view encounter between the WWF champion and the Intercontinental champion since... WrestleMania 6? No, Survivor Series 92. Damn it, there goes that one. It doesn't matter. But, most importantly, it is the WWF debut of Art O'Donnell. On commentary here in Baltimore for the King of the Ring 1994. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Art Donovan is the gentleman's name, not Art O'Donnell. Now, you're, you're, you're coming to this either informed or uninformed. If you know what the pay-per-view is all about, sit back, relax, enjoy yourself. If you don't know who Art Donovan is, ladies and gentlemen, Art Donovan was a football player who fancied himself a bit of a comedian once he'd retired from the gridiron greatness. And uh, for some strange reason, the WWF brought him in to be the third man in the commentary booth for this event. Now, I wonder... I wonder if this was a Vince McMahon idea. Well, I think that goes without saying, but what I'm meaning further is Vince McMahon, of course, at this point in history, is on trial for steroid distribution. And I assume he probably thought, before all that shit went down, that he would be here in the booth to control or contain an Art Donovan. But folks, McMahon is out, Gorilla and the Macho Man are in, and we are in for a treat. I want to warn you up front, though, Unlike other podcasts that rate and review wrestling matches on a pay-per-view, this is going to be a little bit different. I have come up with my own rating system 
specifically designed for this pay-per-view. So each match will be given a rating at its conclusion. The rating will be made up of two components. The first component is I will give the match a category and then a rating on entertainment. So for example, let's say the there's a random match. The categories are inclusive, ignoring, or shunning. Those are the three categories that are assigned to the interactions between Macho Man, Gorilla Monsoon, and Art Donovan. Are the Macho Man and Gorilla including Art in the conversation? Are they ignoring him in the conversation? Or have they just completely shunned him from the conversation? The second component will be a number between 1 and 5. And that's an entertainment rating for how entertained I am uh, by Art Donovan in this match. Now, in terms of the wrestler's performance, I don't care. And if you care, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's so much to unpack in this pay-per-view that it took me quite some time to gather up pretty much everything that Art Donovan says of any meaning on here that I'm going to relay to you. So, watching the matches themselves, the art of the King of the Ring competitors was sort of secondary to me. So, I'm sorry. What do you want from me? Our pay-per-view starts... As these WWE Network shows do, with a Coliseum home video exclusive. It's all of the heels during the King of the Rings sound check in the backstage area. They've got the little bracket board with the sticky notes for everybody's name on it. And Double J is like, ha ha, Double J, let me take a look at this here. Are you going to see Double J is going to go all the way to the finals? Owen Hart walks in. Double J, you know, I like you. You're a good wrestler and a nice guy, but I think Owen Hart's going to go all the way. Bam, bam, Bigelow. No, no, no. Bam, bam, Bigelow's going all the way. IRS, I don't know what you tax cheats are doing, but IRS is going to beat uh, Mabel and then Razor Ramon and then I'm going to go to the finals. No, IRS, you're a good competitor and I respect you, but Owen Hart's going to win. It, and then it just devolves into noise. And then the 1994 WWF King of the Ring. My name's Todd Pettengale and I'm going to run down the entire card and make puns as I do it. Unfortunately, I didn't write down all the puns that Todd makes. There's not enough time in the day to talk about Art and Todd. So we enter the arena and we're greeted to Ricky Medlock from Blackfoot to sing the national anthem. Ricky Medlock from Blackfoot, uh, nondescript. His performance is fine, I guess. I'm not a musical raider. Uh, but I do, do love at the end, he's like, let's get it on! After he sings the national anthem. And then the pay-per-view really starts. Near the commentary booth, our three hosts for the evening are standing with microphones. Gorilla Monsoon. The Macho Man Randy Savage and Art Donovan. At this moment, Gorilla Monsoon introduces himself. He introduces the Macho Man. And, of course, most of the folks who are watching live on pay-per-view don't recognize the third man, so we better get his name. Because, uh, you know, this is his first appearance ever. First only, all right? They didn't hype this up leading into it. This is a total shock and surprise. And if you watch WWF, you don't know who this guy is because he's never been on TV before. Gorilla makes the call. Baltimore, great! Uh, Art O'Donnell! As he says, Art O'Donnell, which is not the man's name, Art Donovan makes this face. This grumpy face. This sort of, hey, that's not my name face. But Gorilla quickly corrects himself and says, Art Donovan, who do you pick to win the King of the Ring? Razor Ramon! I don't know if it's a question or a statement, but Art says, Razor Ramon! The Macho Man picks Diesel 
to win the WWF Championship from Bret Hart tonight, even though they're behind him, nation to nation, planet to planet, or whatever. Art Donovan is desperate to get in some of his shtick, but Gorilla's ready to throw to the entrances. As Gorilla throws to our first entrant, a Bam Bam Bigelow, Art pleads for attention. Uh, Gorilla! Randy, I think, got all of our hair! Art Donovan is ignored, and the gentlemen take their positions at the announce booth. Bam Bam Bigelow is with his main squeeze, Luna Vachon. Gorilla is pontificating about Bam Bam Bigelow's accolades in World Wrestling Federation. Gorilla asks Art Donovan if Art remembers that Bam Bam Bigelow got all the way to the finals last year. Now, here's the problem, kidsters. Art Donovan responds to this question, but I can't make out what he's saying. It's very faint and in the distance. I'm pretty sure Art Donovan sat down, put his commentary headset on, and didn't aim the microphone towards his mouth. He just left it sitting straight up in the air. Here comes Razor Ramon. Gorilla Monsoon is a little thrown on commentary by having Art Donovan here because he tries to say, Tremendous ovation for Razor Ramon, macho man. But he says, Tremendous ovation for macho man. And then Macho Man's like, well, yeah, there's always a good ovation for me, but I've been talking to Razor Ramon, and he tells me that he's goal-orientated on winning the King of the Rings since he lost the Intercontinental title, uh-huh. Gorilla lets us know that Razor Ramon beat Quang to qualify, and that Bam Bam Bigelow beat Sparky Thurman Plug. They let us know there's a 15-minute time limit. Razor Ramon throws his toothpick at Luna Vachon. Bam Bam Bigelow attacks. The bell rings, so here we go. Now, Art has been silent on commentary since we couldn't hear him earlier. About a minute or so into this match, Bam Bam hits a vicious leg drop on Razor Ramon. Gorilla Monsoon decides to play along. Oh, they can't do that in the NFL, can they, Art? I can't even stand to watch it. That's okay, you just hold my hand. I'll get you through it. Ha <laughs> ha, okay. Bam Bam Bigelow goes to the top rope. Uh-oh, says Art. Bam Bam Bigelow misses his maneuver, and Razor Ramon is in control. Razor Ramon grabs the legs of Bam Bam Bigelow and uh, racks him on the post. You know, he pulls him out and rams him dick first into the post. Art O'Donnell feels the pain. Oh, now, now that hurt. I think he's trying to imply that the other things that have happened in the match didn't hurt because, you know, it's just pro wrestling. Or I don't know if he's put the inflection on the wrong word, but nonetheless, Art is amused. I think we need to give him a 15-yard penalty, Art Donovan, huh? Yeah, he got hit. The eye. No, that's what he said. He got hit the eye. Kind of like clipping, but not really, you know. <laughs> I tell you, Randy, that hurt. Razor Ramon gets a two count. Macho Man wonders if Luna Vachon will still like Bam Bam Bigelow the same ever since Razor Ramon beat up on his cock. Gorilla Monsoon's like, what do you mean? Like if he doesn't win the King of the Ring? Well, I'll explain it to you later, Gorilla Monsoon. Uh-huh. Well, I understand, Randy, that you were invited to their wedding. <laughs> yeah, don't do weddings. Ha ha ha. Hey, what's that girl over there screaming at? Well, Art, she wants her man to win the match. Oh, I see. Now I get it. Uh Uh-oh. The uh uh-oh, by the way, is Bam Bam Bigelow missing an insigiri. 
Razor gets tossed over the top rope. Art has some feelings. It looked like he turned uh, tore the top rope. Luda mounts the apron to yell some more. Oh, here we go again. Macho Man compares winning three matches to become the king of the ring. Kind of like being the Iron Man in baseball, which is what Cal Ripken is trying to accomplish. And that's okay. That puts me in the right time and place and mindset of 1994. Both competitors back inside the ring now. Bam Bam Bigelow hits the Ghetto Blaster. Shades of Bad News Brown. Can you do that kind of work with your feet, Randy? Let me tell you about Bam Bam Bigelow, Art Donovan. He's amazingly agile for a guy his size. I know. He's really some athlete. Really? Oh, Art's trying to endure himself to Randy and put over the wrestling. That's kind of sweet. Bam Bam Bigelow punches the lower back of Razor Ramon. Oh, whoa! Randy, I felt that down here! Silence from the Macho Man. Bam Bam puts Razor Ramon in the torture rack position. What's he gonna do? Throw him out of the ring? I don't know what he's gonna do. Make him submit, perhaps? This is the guy I picked to win. Uh, Razor? Oh, not looking good right now, Art. Uh, hope you didn't have much money on him. I don't have any money, Randy. Ha, ha, ha. Razor Ramon fights back. He doesn't let the three arms drop, and the submission is averted. Art Donovan is still a little confused. Gorilla, is he dead? No, no way, shape, or form. Razor Man still in this one. I just, I love that Gorilla calls him Razor Man as well. It's at this point that I really started to notice that Gorilla and Macho Man keep using their names a lot. What I mean by that is, well, Razor Ramon, tremendous competitor, Randy. Well, I tell you what, it looks like he's going up top, Gorilla. Like they're really trying to identify their responses and their questions to one or the other. Do not give Art the opportunity to speak. But they're, they're not shunning or ignoring him quite yet. They're just trying to sort of plant their flag in the sand, I think. Razor Ramon hits a side suplex. Oh, here I thought that poor guy was dead. Now they're both out. What happens now? Gorilla Monsoon explains the 10 count to Art for the double downs. And you know, Art's just trying to learn. Although, why didn't they smarten this guy up? Is it because it's 1994 they can't let anybody on the outside in? Because this this wouldn't happen now. If they were to randomly bring in someone to do color commentary, they would educate the shit out of them. And that's the right thing to do. Or you're going to perhaps embarrass yourself. Both men back up, and Razor Ramon hits his patented razor punches. Oh! Oh! I might mention Art's ohs in reaction to the punches are over Gorilla Monsoon as Gorilla's trying to get everybody hyped up. A big body slam by Razor Ramon, and the crowd absolutely goes banana. Looked like it was going to go right through the ring! Bam Bam Bigelow, though, hits a cheap shot. Macho Man says if Razor Ramon could get Bam Bam Bigelow up in the Razor's edge position, the Macho Man will give Razor Ramon what he calls the Trophy of Life. Bam Bam Bigelow goes up for the moonsault, but no! Razor Ramon gets up and sort of puts his arms through Bam Bam Bigelow's uh, 
underleg scenario. And yeah, it looks like he's going to grab his junk, which is probably why upon viewing this, Art goes, ha-ha! Razor power bombs Bigelow off the top, makes the cover for the one, two, three. Art on the call. Oh! Oh! Razor Ramon heads to the back and the semifinals. So the match is over! Let's try out our new rating system. I give this match an inclusive rating because they are trying to engage Art when necessary and they're answering his questions because some of them actually explain the rules. So good on them. And I give the entertainment three stars. Art's a little all over the place. Uh, business will pick up later, but this is a perfectly middle-of-the-road Art Donovan performance. Let's go to the back where Todd Pettengale has Mabel and IRS. Now, Mabel and IRS are at the King of the Ring board we were at earlier in our Coliseum video exclusive. IRS says he's not worried about Razor Ramon, meaning he's already looking past Mabel, and IRS really hopes Tatanka makes it to the finals. But he has himself an Art Donovan moment. I hope Tatanka makes it to the finals because this is the last time he'll uh, have he'll he'll have to face IRS. I'm taking about two. I'll see you in the ring. IRS bails. Mabel says, "Don't worry about Razor Moan. Worry about M to the A to the B to the E to the L." Oscar gets some words in. Y'all yeah, like you, Razor Moan, but this is business. B, it's not personal. Mabel claims that he is the real bad guy. Todd Pettengale says, All right, let's head back up to ringside with Gorilla and the Macho Man. So, is this a diss from Todd Pettengale, not throwing back to Art Donovan? Or perhaps a pre-tape where we didn't know Art Donovan was going to be actually out there with a live microphone? I would love to know. I would love to know. I'm, I'm completely thrown by this. Like I, When he just throws to Gorilla and Macho, like I paused it and was like, Man, what, what happened here? I would love to know. Of course, if you ask Todd Pettengale, he'd be like, Hey, Todd, when you were a WWF announcer, do you remember when you threw shade at Art Donovan? He'd probably be like, Hey, man, get a life. I'm out of here. So we'll never probably really know. Back in the arena, IRS has a microphone, and he's heading to the ring. He calls the crowd, Tax Evaders! Great moment as he walks by a kidster and says, Do you even know your social security number, kid? Randy, is this one of the wrestlers? One of the best... Looks like IRS speaks, so Art stops, which is what you're supposed to do. He looks like a businessman. He is a businessman, and he's TCB and taking care of business in the ring. Uh huh. Here comes Mabel. Oscar wraps him to the ring. I'm pretty sure at one point during Mabel's rapping dance entrance, Art says, "Oh!" But I can't confirm. Mabel enters the ring and busts a move. Is this the way he's going to wrestle with his clothes on? Oh, no, Art, he takes all that off. Oh, I see. Look at the size of that one. What's his name? Crickets chirp. The bell rings, so here we go. Mabel takes it straight to IRS. Mabel got here by beating Quebecer Pierre, and IRS defeated Scott Steiner. Ironically enough, after we get this information, though, the Macho Man makes a mistake that will define this event for all of eternity. He jokingly says that Mabel has a slight advantage over IRS because Mabel is weighing in at just under 1,000 pounds. 
art is concerned and leaps into action. How much does that guy weigh? 500 pounds plus, Art Donovan. Well, that's not fair. The the other fellow only weighs half that amount. Mabel suplexes IRS. Whoa! Life's not fair, Art Donovan. I think I'm going to get out of here. This is dangerous. Later in the match, Gorilla, who's the guy in the white suit? Guy in the white suit? That'd be Oscar. Oh! I thought maybe he was the guy coming to the take him to the hospital. Wow! That wow was IRS pushing Mabel to the outside of the ring, by the way. Did you two guys enjoy doing this? Oh, absolutely, Art. I can't imagine that. This is far worse than playing football. At least we had pads on. Now that is something that Art is handing you on a silver platter to put over how much more... uh, it, more extreme, more tough the WWF superstars are than National Football League players. Like, he's handed it to you on a platter, guys. Use it. But no. IRS hits the right-off clothesline, but doesn't make a cover. He drops a couple of elbows, and then makes the cover. You gotta hit the pay dirt, right, Art Donovan? Yeah! Well, it looks like he's bleeding a little bit there. Something, some red stuff on his pants. I looked numerous times. I saw nothing. I'm sorry, Art. A chin lock applied by IRS. Hey, he's got a lot of gold in his mouth, huh? Must be a very wealthy fella. Uh Uh-huh, he's been involved in some tough matches in the past, Art. Oh, okay. (laughs) Gorilla Monsoon and the Macho Man have a conversation where they put over what the King of the Ring can do for your career. They mention Brett taking it all the way to WrestleMania 10, winning the title, really putting over the entire King of the Ring concept. When they stop... To take a breath, Art finds his moment. I can't believe a guy could be that big and jump around like that, he do. He's a great athlete. Gorilla Monsoon, for some reason, acts like Art was talking about IRS and rundowns IRS's accolades as opposed to Mabel. Gorilla Monsoon says that winning the King of the Ring is a feather in your cap. Unfortunately, though, Randy, there's no more room in your cap for any feathers. Well, one thing Randy's got's more hair than you and me put together. The hair comment, once again ignored. Art desperately trying to get his shit in, yet again. Mabel is in control with a clothesline and some back body drops. He's not a normal man. He can hunt a tail with a switch, that guy. I'm sorry, what, Art? Can you repeat that? Okay, that's not a normal man. He can hunt a tail with a switch, that guy. No, no, I still didn't get it. I can repeat it. No, that's fine, Art. I'll, I'll just, I'll just live with the fact that I don't understand what you just said. That's fine. Huh. Gorilla and Randy are once again doing the thing where they say Gorilla and Randy to exclude Art. It's getting worse. Unprompted, though, Art Donovan adds to the conversation. Gorilla, they're gonna go through the ring one of these times. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if the whole ring collapsed. All right, Gorilla, way to respond to the comment. That's going to keep this one out of shunned or ignoring territory. Mabel goes to the second rope. Oh, here goes the ropes! That was kind of funny. However, IRS shakes the ropes. Mabel does a little shimmy, trying to maintain balance. Art responds as any sane man can. Ha! It is ridiculous to see Mabel up there shimmying, so I'm on Team Art this one. 
Mabel collapses, IRS covers, grabs the ropes for an illegal pin, but still gets the one, two, three. Oscar is dismayed. Look a second, can't even believe it. Art's right. Oscar is his second. Way to go, Art. I'm so proud of you, buddy. So for the rating on this match, I give it inclusive because he's still a part of this conversation. But we are leading a little bit towards ignoring. And I'm giving it, bumping it up for the first one, giving this one a three and a half. So Art, buddy, you're getting more entertaining as we progress through matches. Plus, we got our very first, how much does this guy weigh? Which is just something that cannot be ignored and is a beautiful, beautiful moment here at the King of the Ring. We're then treated... Eh, finger quotes there. To another Coliseum home video exclusive. It's a strategy session between Master Fuji, Crush, Yokozuna, and Jim Cornette as they're going to be challenging the Head Shrinkers for the tag titles later tonight. I'm sad to report there's really nothing of note or humorous here. I'm sorry, I got nothing for you. But back in the arena, here comes match number three, Tatanka versus the Rocket, Owen Hart. Tatanka is out first. Apparently, he beat Crush to get here with Lex Luger backing him up. That's a good investment. <laughs> See what I did there? Lex, Tatanka, investment, money. Uh-huh. Uh, Tatanka and Crush had to go in the qualifier twice. And it turns out that in the Lumberjack match, which was match number two, Luger helped out Tano, which he'll soon learn to regret. Lear- soon learn to regret. Sounded like our Donovan here. And here comes the rocket. Oh, it hurt. Well, how much does this guy weigh? Tatanka. Nothing. Nothing is said. How much does he weigh? The Rocket, of course, wants to become 1994 King of the Ring. Uh Uh-oh! Are we ignoring Art now already at match number three? Macho Man hopes that Owen Hart wins or he's going to need a psychiatrist. Tatanka attacks... Right before the bell rings, and here we go. Interesting, Tatanka attacking right at the bell there. But Macho Man and Gorilla put it over like, Oh, it's a genius maneuver, Randy. You know Owen Hart would have done it as well. Quick near falls by Tatanka. Hits a big suplex. One, two, no. There's just a moment of silence where no one's talking. Art makes his move. How much does he weigh? Tatanka! There's no music played. No one else was talking. It would be bad form to ignore him, correct? Well, I'll tell you what, Art Donovan. If I had to guess, I would say somewhere between uh, 260 and 280 pounds. Tatanka was announced at 259. So good guess. Now, Art, I will say, they do tell you how much each guy weighs when they come out. But I digress. After getting the official weigh-in from the Macho Man, Art adds... Really? But these days, it's more about the size of the intestinal fortitude. Spock, I'd like a true professor. Gorilla lets us know that the rocket had to get past the doinkster. And yes, he says the doinkster. Owen Hart's now in control, but Tano hits a deep arm drag. The Macho Man puts over the events at WrestleMania 10 with Owen defeating current champion brother Brett. Art has some thoughts as well. I'll tell you, these guys make great linebackers. What do you think? You might be right, Art Donovan, in the 5-4 defense. Put him on the outside. I'll put some pads on him and scare the hell out of the other team. 
Macho Man says the key to winning the King of the Ring is survival. Art Donovan is just looking out for the little guy and adds, Yeah, even the officials have to survive. The match breaks into a fight on the outside. Owen whips Tatanka into the post and slides inside. Owen takes a moment to relish in the massive, massive heat that he's getting. It's off the charts. Uh, and he's like sticking it to the fans. He gets on the buckle, starts giving them the old, yeah, and what have you. So Art is still involved, but a little behind on what's happening. But he's still with it. Hey, he hit the ring post! Yes, he did. He hit it full blast. And knocked the hell out of the ring post! Uh-oh, though! Problems in the backstage area. We get a double feature, and we see IRS and Razor Moe in the backstage area in a shoving match with all hell about to break loose. Art, God help him, contributes. I'll tell you what, boys, they're fighting all over the place. And, and, and yeah, they are. Way to go, Art! Owen gets to Tonka in the 619 position, and he does the big boss man diving rope assault. That name desperately needs a move. And then rakes the eyes. These guys need a helmet and a face mask. Yeah, but they don't have any equipment to back them up, Art Donovan, but that's a good point. All right, Randy, yeah! Helping out the artster. I'm loving it. I love to see teamwork. Owen Hart goes up top, hits a beautiful missile drop kick, goes for the cover. One, two, no. Gorilla and Randy have a back and forth about how close it was and how Owen Hart's really, you know, picking up steam. They can't believe that match wasn't over. And Art wants to play, too. I can't believe the whole thing. They're killing each other. Chin lock by the rocket Owen Hart. Gorilla, of course, explains the science in play as Owen takes a minute to get his own wind back and takes wind from Tatanka. Gorilla is Tatanka again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> Gorilla, is Tapanka getting any air at all? He calls him Tapanka. Gorilla makes history. I didn't hear you, Art. I'm sorry. <laughs> when he steals from Bobby the Brain Eden. I can't hear you, Art. I, I can't hear you. <laughs> the Macho Man, though, races to the rescue. It's okay. Tatanka looking better now. Sl- <laughs> Owen Hart locks in a sleeper from the chin lock. Macho Man wonders if Bret Hart is watching backstage. Art has some thoughts. Randy, no wonder they got three doctors around here. You know, they need a whole regiment of doctors. Huh, says the Macho Man. And you know, he didn't ignore him, so yay. Tatanka fights out of the sleeper. But he gets his head rammed into the top turnbuckle by Owen. But no effect, Tatanka shakes it off. Oh, he's mad now. Wow. Wow. Tatanka is a house of fire. He looks like he means business now, huh? DDT and a beauty by Tano. Oh, he's gone. Owen Hart kicks out. I can't believe it. Tatanka goes up top, hits the big chop, but it gets only a two count. How can a man take that type of beating? I tell you what, we're in the new generation. They're proving it right now. After this new generation-based statement, Gorilla and Art immediately talk over one another, and neither man backs off. It's a battle for brand supremacy. I don't know what they said, by the way. I couldn't make it out. Power slam by Tatanka. One, two, no. Tatanka confirms with the referee that it was only a two count. Owen sneaks up, 
but Tatanka has eyes in the back of his head and chops Owen Hart. He goes off the ropes. Sunset flip by Tatanka, but Owen sits down shades of Mania 10. One, two, three. Owen Hart wins. I can't believe this. So, my rating for this, I think we're officially ignoring already here at match three because Gorilla, Gorilla's done. Now, Randy is still willing to communicate, so we're not shunning quite yet, but we are officially ignoring. But we also got three. How much does this guy weigh? So we're up to three and three quarters in terms of entertainment. We take a look at the bracket for the King of the Ring. There's just one more match to go, and then we get to the semifinals. There's a great, well, I don't know about great, but there's quite a moment here. The the camera's on the crowd shot. Gorilla's about to throw to the back. Art Donovan makes a statement. Hey, Randy, there's going to be a lot of American Indians, man. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, folks. I'm just repeating what Art said. But the great moment is that as soon as Art says that, and I immediately put slap my hand like, oh, Art, the camera, or the camera, the show fades to black because we got a Peacock commercial. But, of course, we're right back because I am paying for no commercials on Peacock. Gorilla says, let's throw him go to the back with the Toddster. Yep. I swear to you, he called him the Toddster. The Toddster has Diesel and the Heartbreak Kid. We get footage of Big Daddy Cool jackknifing Bret Hart on the King's Court. Shawn Michaels is like, oh, I haven't got any sleep since we might have been responsible for hurting Bret Hart, Jack. Diesel says, Bret Hart, I got two words for you. Really? This early? Jackknife. Oh, okay. But then even though Diesel said his two words, he keeps going on and on. Oh, what family member do you think is going to be in the corner? Brit the Hitman Hart. It doesn't matter. They all hate each other. And at the end of the night, your new WWF champion, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. And me, too. All right, let's go back to ringside. It's time for match number four. And here comes Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Gorilla tries to tell me the story. He starts to say that Jarrett's lucky to be here and that crushed, Crush helped him get here. However, Art has questions that need answered. He's going with one, two, three? Oh, the one, two, three kid, yes. Uh, he's not as big as the other fellows, right? Yeah, it's okay, he's all heart. It's going to be a great one, Art Donovan. Never let it be forgotten that the Macho Man Randy Savage is trying to build some bridges here at the 1994 King of the Ring. Afterwards, Gorilla and Savage try to focus, put some focus on the storyline that Jeff Jarrett thinks this match is already over. The kid's a pushover and Jarrett's already in the semi-finals. Art is focused on some different details. I'll tell you, he's got a nice tan. He must have been down on the island somewhere, huh? Gorilla ignores completely by starting his next sentence with, Randy! Randy, please get this fucker away from me! Here comes the one, two, three kid. Build clearly at 212 pounds. Randy sees him as a one, two, three man. Yeah, he's not a kid if you ask me. He's a man and he's all heart. Who's this now, Randy? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Bill Dunn might not be the fink, but he clearly announced his name. Randy just pontificated about how he's not the one, two, three kid. He's the one, two, three man. But who's this, Randy? Gorilla Monsoon starts a sentence with, I'll tell you what, macho man. Oh no, Gorilla, are, are, are we fully shutting now? 
No, it's too early for this. Uh, basically, he's an underdog, Darth Donovan. The fans love him. Who are we talk about? One, two, three? One, two, three. Oh, it looks like a boxer. <laughs> All right, if you say so. Uh, the one, two, three kid beat the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, to qualify. The bell rings, and here we go. The one, two, three kid comes at Double J, Jeff Jarrett, doing his martial arts kick-taunt thing. Art Donovan does what any grown man should do. Laugh! Ha! Double J bails to the outside. Double J said, I think he's mad at me. He looked at me. Come on up in the ring. Are you nuts? Big Irish whip by Jeff Jarrett now in the ring. Gorilla lets us know recently at the Hall of Fame. Bret Hart proclaimed the 123 Kid to be the most stunning wrestler of the new generation. We also learn that, uh, wait a minute, the 123 Kid beat Adam Bomb to qualify? So, Gorilla, I mean, look, man, I know that Art Donovan here is really throwing you off of your game, but you told me he beat Ted DiBiase to qualify, and now you're telling me he beat Adam Bomb. And if I'm not mistaken, Ted DiBiase had his last match at SummerSlam 93, so, um, I mean, who's really at fault here? I don't really know. I'll tell you, I saw... <laughs> I saw more great clotheslines here than I did in 13 years of the NFL. Appreciate that, Art Donovan. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, these guys are too much. They're going to kill each other around here. One, two, three, kid gets quick two count off of a head scissors takedown. What a matchup it would be in the semifinals if the one, two, three, kid can pick up the victory against Owen Hart. Yeah, I don't think that poor guy can win. That one, two, three. He's he's gonna get murdered. Macho Man says if ki- if the kid can win it all, that he's going to stay in Baltimore. That being the Macho Man. If the one, two, three kid can pull it off, and win the whole thing, I'm gonna stay in Baltimore for an extra two and a half months and party. Oh, you can come to my house. <laughs> oh God, Art, I would love to see what's going on at your place. Gorilla Monsoon cuts this off though and wants to call the action. The one, two, three kid misses a flip assault off the top rope. Knock the starch right out of him. Knock a lot of all the stuff out of you, too. Not just the starch. It takes a lot out of you. It's like the ninth inning. Jeff Jarrett then racks his testicles on the ropes. Ha, ha, ha. I think he's doing the two-step. He's got two, all right. Superplex attempted, but no. The one, two, three kid pushes off Jeff Jarrett. Crossbody by the one, two, three kid. Gets one, two, no. Jarrett's in the corner, so the one-two-three kid does his patented one-two-three kicks. I better watch it, though. Oh! Sure enough, Art Donovan was right. You see, the one-two-three kid, after these kicks, is sort of a house of fire. And Gorilla's like, hey, he's going everywhere! Macho Man's like, uh-huh, one-two-three kids are going on fire now! And then Art's like, I better watch it, though! And, and he's right! He's fucking right! I cannot believe what's happening as I'm watching this show. Like, yes, Art's awful. He's hilarious. But sometimes he's right on where he needs to be. Upon, uh, you know, one to three kid missing this splash after Art Donovan was right, Jeff Jarrett does his patented point at his brain like, I use my brain. Art lets us know his thoughts on the man from Music City. <laughs> this guy, Double J's a cutie. That's cool. He's not my type. I'm more of a George Clooney type. Like a strong, silent man. Maybe build a fire out of nothing. Yeah, George Clooney. Anywho, uh, the one, two, three kid's knee is hurting, so Jarrett goes for the figure four. 
but the 1-2-3 Cade counters with a small package and gets the 1-2-3. Art Donovan makes the call. Oh! Jeff Jarrett is furious, having been defeated by the Kidster, and Pile drives the 1-2-3 Kid, and then Pile drives him again, and then Pile drives him again. They better call out the Marines! What's wrong with the official? Why don't he stop? It looks like he's a fry. Oh, here they come. Sure enough, Art is right. Uh, the referees arrive to save the 1-2-3 kid. It seems like Art's really starting to get the hang of this stuff. How can this guy wrestle anymore after a baiting like this? Why don't you go get him, Randy? <laughs> of course, the Macho Man can't, but uh, Art's getting over the storyline. Macho Man then lets us know that his favorite film is The Three Amigos. When he says... Double J, let me tell you right now, man, you're infamous, and that don't mean famous, it means infamous. Randy, you can count to 1,000, he won't get up. And the 123 kid, sure enough, is carried away by WWF officials, Art. Yeah. How do we rank this match? Well, ignoring leading dangerously close to shunned, and I'm sticking at three and three quarters. Still hilarious, but Art, God help us, made good points. But he didn't ask about weight, and that's a problem. Also, uh, he was confused numerous times, lacking any sort of reference as to who we were talking about, so I appreciate that. The camera is now on the announce table, and all three of our announcers, the stars of the show, are clearly in frame and in view. The Macho Man and Gorilla Monsoon are looking right at the camera because they know they're on camera. Art Donovan is looking at the ring. I don't think they told him this was going to happen. The Macho Man can absolutely not sit still, and it made my ADD and Tourette's flare like it's nobody's business. I don't mind telling you, because that happens in my life. Don't, don't, don't fucking play a violin for me. I'm not weeping. I'm just sharing. It's interesting. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it being interesting. I, I think other people find that interesting. Actually, whenever I tell people that, they always find it interesting. Hey, do you guys think it's interesting? All right, enough. That gag's not funny. Uh, the one, two, three kid looking like he's going to be in the final four. I don't know if he can make it. Oh, he might be in the final phase. I don't know if that's a statement or a question because I added both a period and a question mark. We see the king of the ring bracket. We then get a weird promo for the new WWF generation. We get black and white footage of old timey cars falling apart. Then some NASCAR cars. Yeehaw. We get old flying machines not working, and then we see some fucking Top Gun jets. We see old wrestlers, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, the Iron Sheik, and another man that I didn't, I couldn't tell who it was. I'm sorry. And then we see Razor Ramon, Mabel, Tatanka, Owen Hart, Jeff Jarrett, and the one, two, three kids. So that's the new generation. I get it, but man, putting Andre in there for the old, and he's just died? That's a dick move, Vince. Todd Pentengale is with Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, this should go well. He's like, all right, Brett, let's take a look. I don't, I'm sorry to do this to you, but let's take a look at the footage of Diesel giving you the jackknife. They pause. Oh, looks like we're not going to see it. Brett, tell me about Then the entire screen becomes the footage. Oh, look, there it is, Brett. Uh, you know, Brett puts the jackknife over, though. You know, the jackknife is one of the worst moments of my life. Can he do it again? I don't know. Can I kick out? I don't know. Then I couldn't. I can't even. But. Brett flubs his words so much. Brett is on Sid fucking level with this promo. Can he underestimate me? Oh, I mean, is he underestimating me? I don't... This is bad. I got a move out there that can beat you or beat anybody. Uh, oh, I bet you want to know who the family member is in my corner. Yeah, can you tell us, Brett? Yeah, I'll tell you. It's going to be 
you know, I, I won't tease you. He's going to be coming out in a minute anyway, so you'll all figure it out. Like, this, I know, I know that I hate Brett. This is bad, but you should absolutely watch it. Back in the arena, it's time for the WWF Championship match right here in the middle. Out come the Heartbreak Kid and Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Diesel's music is still just the horn. It's very annoying. Diesel, of course, is the Intercontinental Champion, billed at 317 pounds. Gorilla Monsoon wants to know who's going to be in the corner. Will it be Keith Hart, Bruce Hart, or maybe Papa Stu? Art Donovan needs more data. Gorilla, who's the guy leading? What's that, his second? That's Shawn Michaels. Is he another wrestler? Former Intercontinental Champion. Oh! Yeah, I don't think Art knows what Intercontinental Champion means, but that's okay. Diesel summons his pyro, and it's very wimpy. Like, the pyro on top is like barely goes down at all. I don't know. It's just early Diesel pyro, or it was a botch. I don't know. It's like I'm going to watch Old Raw to see when he started summoning the pyro. Out comes Brett the Hitman Hart. Jim the Anvil Nightheart, clearly in view, directly behind him from the moment the door opens. Like, you can tell it's Jim the Anvil Nightheart right away. Wait a minute, who is that? It's the Anvil! Yes, Gorilla, we know. Brett is billed at 231 pounds, by the way. Gorilla and Macho Man start to go into great detail about how Jim the Anvil Nightheart can neutralize the Heartbreak Kid at ringside for like a long time. Like they're putting over this is the entire story of the match. Art has words. I think the two seconds are going to go. Look at it. <laughs> Just always a little bit behind. Macho Man is excited to see the Heart Foundation reunited. Gorilla proclaims pandemonium. And it is actually quite a sight. The crowd is fucking hyped, I will say. The bell rings, and here we go. Hey, that second looks like an offensive line. Look at the size of him. Yeah, he used to play for the LA Raiders, Oakland Raiders. Oh, really? Art, like, totally fucking spikes up when he hears this guy played football. Yeah, he also had the world record for throwing the anvil. What about the big guy here, Diesel? Nothing. Gorilla, though, decides to put over Diesel's WWF accomplishments. Art demands answers. Oh, did he play football or what? HBK comes over to the announce table and yells at the Macho Man. Man, there's a feud I wish we would have gotten. Art, though, lets us know that he is fearful. If he comes after you, I'm getting undressed to go out with you. I'll be a second. What? Fair enough. Diesel wins an opening slugfest and gets Brett in the corner with some boot chokes. But Brett ducks a running charge and Diesel gets balls. Oh, 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 oh! Lots of action taking place now in the ring. Art Donovan says, This is like David and Goliath. Well, David and Goliath, we know what happened in that one. Aha! Gorilla Monsoon, you've responded to Art Donovan because... Art Donovan has actually given you something you can use. You can use that, weave that into the narrative of this championship match. He's right on par with you, Gorilla. Art Donovan is honing his craft. So like I said, Gorilla says, Well, David and Goliath, we know what happened in that one. Yeah, I hit him with a rock. Oh, Art. <laughs> Any goodwill you've earned from Gorilla, you've just ruined. 
Diesel pokes the hitman in the eyes. Hey, that's like sticking your fingers in the face mask. Can you do that? Can you stick your fingers in the guy's eyes? That's not kosher. Macho man is like, oh, I'm not sure that's what happened, Art Donovan. Bottom line, you got to give 100% in the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, possession's 100% of the law. But you know what, Randy? Because I was taking notes, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I rewound it. Diesel poked Brett in the eyes, man. Art is on point. Big Daddy Cool rams his knee into the turnbuckle on accident, and Bret Hart goes into work right away. He's doing a hell of a job now. The Macho Man and Gorilla start debating the sharpshooter. Should Bret go for it this early? Bret continues to work Diesel's legs over. Hey, right now Diesel looks like a schlub. It's true. Diesel's on the ground like a sack of potatoes. Brett goes for the figure four. He's got it locked in. Diesel's back is on the mat. The referee counts. Gorilla gets indignant like, Ref, it's not a petting predicament. It was, Gorilla. Seriously. What's wrong with you? Art is concerned, though, that HBK is getting close to the announce table yet again. He just hit the table here. Bret Hart continues to work the leg but then gets kicked to the outside near the announce table and Shawn Michaels. Diesel stands up in the ring. Brett catches wind of this and is like, nope. He trips Diesel, then rams Diesel's leg into the post twice. The referee turns his back on the outside and asks Diesel if he wants to quit. Out of nowhere, HBK sprints into the frame and hits the clothesline from San Antonio. Jim the Edwin Nightheart pursues Shawn Michaels and I'll tell you, folks, this is a hell of a chase sequence. Anvil can't catch up with Brett, or with uh, HBK. HBK's faster, and HBK has the jump on him. So the Anvil dives into the ring to close the distance. It's quite entertaining. Look at this. I think they've gone crazy. Brett comes off the top rope, and Nash catches him and tries very hard to deadlift him. It's kind of botchy, but it's fine. And now a bear hug is locked in. Hey, he's biting him! Sure enough, Art's correct! Brett is biting Diesel. Brett then shoves Diesel outside and poses. He goes for a slingshot plancha, but nobody is home. Diesel deadlifts Brett and slams him into the post. Oh, there goes that ring post! Macho Man and Gorilla are trying to put over how tough these guys are. Art finally gets the ticket! How do you guys get out of bed in the morning? You roll out, and if it takes a couple of days, you keep going for it. We do the Brett sternum first to the buckle spot. The Heartbreak Kid and Big Daddy Cool have themselves a chat. That's what you call a huddle in the WWF, Art Donovan. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, Randy, keep building them bridges. Diesel almost drops Brett while doing a backbreaker. He's going to break his back. (laughs) I don't know if Art's commenting on the botch. Or the move, but either way, he's completely keyed in. The Macho Man on commentary sort of throws in the towel for Brett at this point because Diesel's in control for a while. Well, he was a good champ, and I, don't, I think it's over. There's no way he can win this match after the way that guy's beat him up. Brett does the sternum into the buckle yet again. One, two, no. Oh my god, Brett schoolboys Diesel out of nowhere. One, two, no. Hitman's got a... He's fighting two guys instead of one. Again, Art, just a little behind. I mean, where were you just a minute ago when the Heartbreak Kid was slapping Brett in the corner? Oh, well. Gorilla is in full shun mode, by the way. Like, he's he just... Anytime Art says something, Gorilla just says 
the anything that's the farthest thing away from Art Donovan. Art could be like, Bret Hart, stand it up! And Gorilla would be like, the hitman, down on the canvas! Big Daddy Cool hits another backbreaker. This one looks much better. The Macho Man sort of does a big old match reset as Diesel's wearing down the Hitman. You know, the whole thing where it's like, if it was Vince, he'd be like, Yes, fans, we're live here in Baltimore, Maryland, and the WF Championship on the line. Put the Hitman car in your heart and Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Macho Man's like, Bret Hart versus Big Daddy Cool for the championship, and don't get no bigger than this, Art Donovan. Wow. Friendship, right? Art Donovan replies, I've never seen anything like, Oh, what's this guy doing? Good job, Art! Because, yes, Art got queued up by Savage. Art's about to say, I've never seen anything like this. But, as before he can say it, Shawn Michaels starts untying the turnbuckle pad. What's this guy doing? It's, it's, yes! Uh, Diesel now has Brett in a backbreaker submission. Oh, a second saves him. Sure enough. The anvil sees that the heartbreak kid's trying to undo the buckle, and the anvil won't let him. Brett breaks free and turns this into a sleeper. Like, he wiggles out of the backbreaker, stays in the air, and locks in the sleeper. This place is going electric. All stopped then. Diesel. Irish whips the hitman into the referee. Diesel uses this opportunity to finally get the turnbuckle pad off. But no! Brett makes Diesel kiss the solid steel of the turnbuckle. Art Donovan loves it. Oh! It appears that Diesel is out on his feet. Brett does the 10 corner punches. Diesel is staggering around the ring like a drunk. Art Donovan makes the call. You gotta watch out for Diesel. He's not done yet. Sure enough, as soon as the sentence is complete, Big Daddy Cool does a flare flop. Again, poor Art. Just a little behind the time. Three big clotheslines by the Hitman gets a two count. So close on that one. Side Russian leg sweep by the Hitman. Called, what a neckbreaker by Gorilla. Brett does the elbow from the middle rope. One, two, no. I don't believe it. How's he take so much punishment? He's getting Diesel over. God help us all. Top rope bulldog by the Hitman. Sharpshooter! HBK is up. The anvil is up. Brett hits Shawn Michaels. But now Diesel is up and hits a second rope clothesline to the hitman. One, two, no. Brett is up. He tries to backslide Diesel, but he just can't do it. Brett is close to the turnbuckle. And so he does the WrestleMania 8 turnbuckle flip while in the fucking backslide position. He flips over Diesel and goes into a small package. One, two, no. That was fucking awesome. Hey, the referee can't move. He got hit too. And yes, Art's correct. During that last kickout, the ref got touched on the kickout, but it's like not a part of the active match storyline. So, uh, you know, no need to draw attention to it there, Art. But hey, it's your first day. Brett whips Diesel into the turnbuckle, but Nash stops halfway and just kind of walks. Oh no, though. Diesel catches Brett and does a snake eyes, but no, Brett is out but runs into a big diesel boot right in the kisser. If he's going to use the jackknife, Randy, now's the time. So Gorilla is shunning Art Donovan and making sure that the Macho Man and him are carrying these critical match moments by making sure he says, Randy, or Macho Man. It's like two matches going on at once, folks. Uh, Bret Hart and Diesel, and Gorilla Monsoon versus Art O'Donnell. 
The hitman rolls forward and does the sharpshooter! But Diesel gets to the ropes. A running, leaping kick sends Big Daddy Cool over the top rope. And yeah, I called it a leaping kick. Deal with it, because it's kind of a drop kick, but it's kind of not a drop kick. The anvil stalks Big Daddy Cool, but thinks better of it and turns his back to Diesel. Diesel slams the anvil into the post. And HBK hits the hitman in the back with the championship belt because the ref is distracted by what's going on on the outside. Art Donovan is not pleased. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Diesel is inside. He drops an elbow. Shades of Sergeant Slaughter from the Royal Rumble 91. One. Two. No. The anvil is up on the outside. Diesel has Brett in the jackknife position set up. HBK attacks the anvil on the outside, but the anvil gets the better of him. Diesel jackknifes Brett! The anvil runs in and hits the clothesline from Calgary! The bell rings, it's over! It's a disqualification! Hey, look, they're on the ring now! Well, aren't we so close? I mean, Sean's on the outside, but you're trying. The match, though, has ended. Diesel by DQ over the hitman. Now... Real quick, before we get into the angles and stuff, let's do the ranking. And man, this is a tough one. This match was totally good. Macho Man was absolutely engaging Art Donovan, and Gorilla Monsoon was completely shunning him. So, I'm going to say this match gets the ranking of gunning. So, ignoring and shunning, but mostly shunning. However, for entertainment value, like I said, this match is really good. I don't know that I've even ever seen it. Art was on point. Hilarious, because he's always a few minutes behind. But you know what? Honestly, Art Donovan only added to my entertainment here. Like, I was completely entertained by both the commentary story and the match story. Honestly, this shit's like my bread and butter. I like this quite a bit. I'm serious. I hope you could tell that. Like, obviously, I'm doing this show to mock Art Donovan, but the shit on commentary totally gelled with how much fun I had watching the match, and it created a really unique experience. Kudos to Brett. I'm totally willing to give the devil his due, as I'm honestly not a fan of Brett. But Brett made Nash look great, and he made himself look great. I'm giving this four and a half on the entertainment scale. I don't know what that is for the match by itself. I don't know what that is for the commentary itself. But four and a half entertainments. All right. Like, I like this a lot. And uh, I don't know. This is uh, this this show is really starting to become a go to for me because I I am finding myself all sorts of entertained around every corner. And God help me. We are just about, we're a little over halfway into the show because that's the longest match in the car. I think it's like 25 minutes. And I'm slowly coming around on art that it's so bad, it's really good. Will it continue? Well, just keep listening and we'll find out. And now for our post-match coverage. Art Donovan is ready to explain the ending to any who may be confused. It's a draw! They're all in there. It's a draw. The anvil bails. The heels uh, commence a beatdown onto the hitman. The anvil just slipped and we got a problem in the ring. Oh, hitman's got a problem. 
It's true, Art. WWF officials make the save. Boy, did he get hammered! Yeah, call the doctor! Hey, who's the other guy in the ring? In the suit! The referee, the referee, the announcer makes the official announcement. Your winner by disqualification is Diesel. The Hitman is still the champion. For all intents and purposes, the Advil saved the title, Macho Man. Things start to get cleaned up around the ring. Earl Hebner, who's been the referee in charge, grabs the WWF title belt. And Art is concerned. Oh, the referee's still in the belt. Why is he going with the belt? It's okay, it's the Hitman's. He's taking him the belt. Oh, okay. Diesel makes the motion for the gold around his waist. And even though Gorilla Monsoon is already talking, Art needs to let his opinion be known. He's a cocky guy, huh? Everybody leaves. Gorilla Monsoon and Macho Man are cleaning everything up. Uh, isn't anybody going to help the Hitman out? The ring announcer makes the call that Brett is still the champion. The crowd pops. Did they not know Brett was still the champ already? Still champion, the incomparable Brett Hitman Hart. Think I'll sleep good tonight? Randy puts over Brett Hart. Gorilla agrees. Now let's go to the Todster who's got Jerry the King Lawler. The King talks about the importance of the King of the Ring event. After all, it's named after him. He then says the King of the Ring is being sullied by Art Donovan mumbling out there. It's proof that wisdom doesn't come with age. The king then mocks sick kids that Piper's donating match money to? Horrendous! Todd then tosses back to ringside with Gorilla and the Macho Man. So we know that Todd is fully aware that Art Donovan is out here, and still the Todster won't throw to him. Such besmirching. The King of the Ring tournament now continues, and here comes Razor Ramon. Gorilla and the Macho Man are putting over the final four combatants. Art, since the King of the Ring took a break for one match, can't remember. This is my guy, Razor, right? That's the guy. This is the guy, Art. He may make you rich, Art. Oh! Now, is Art excited that he might win money, or excited that Gorilla Monsoon actually answered him? That Razor looks ready. Here comes IRS. He rambles about tax cheats. He then channels Art Donovan when mocking a Razor Ramon. You're nothing but a fool's gold wearing tax fool tax cheat idiot. Razor Ramon attacks outside and we're underway. Back inside the ring, Razor Ramon is in control, but IRS gets a knee into the abdomen. Later, Razor Ramon refuses to take a stun gun, so IRS transitions to a very shitty backbreaker. Later, IRS flies over the top because the Razor Man ducks an oncoming assault. That's like missing the trap block. Oh, you certainly know about that, Art. Aha! Exactly like it, except different. Oh no, ladies and gentlemen. Shunning has now turned to insulting. Razor Ramon rams IRS face first into the steps. Oh my god! IRS, though, is back in control in the inside, working on the right leg of Razor Ramon. IRS smacks Razor in the face with an elbow. That's a block. That's a good block. You know, Art, I just went out on a limb for you, not more than a few minutes ago, and, well... IRS locks in a chin lock. His feet are on and off the ropes, trying to gain leverage. What's that mean when he puts his feet on the ropes? Mm, That's called leverage, and it's also called cheating. 
Art Donovan then makes what I can only describe as old man noises. So, it sounds like this. What's that made when he puts his feet on the ropes? Mm, it's called leverage. It's also called cheating. No! Gotta wonder if the one, two, three kid can compete after the beating he took. He'll never show up, Gorilla. He'll never show. Well, Art Donovan saying the one, two, three kid will not make his semifinal match. Mm, normally I'd never say never, Art Donovan, but he's done the impossible before. Hard Razor Ramon punches send IRS down. Hey, I may have a winner. I may have picked the winner. Razor Ramon has IRS by the necktie. Mm, this is a famous tie hold, Art Donovan. Appeal by the tie. I love it. IRS hits the right off out of nowhere. That was a heck of a forearm. Nice clothesline by the tax man. Oh, come on, Gorilla. Just let him have it. He was close enough. IRS puts his head down. Razor's edge. One, two, three. Art Donovan, you may have a winner. Razor Moon going to the finals. So a rating. Well, passive aggressive inclusion. Absolutely. Uh, forced for whatever, because the aggression on commentary adds a new wrinkle to this whole thing. And plus, that old man noise really pushes it over the top. We get a replay of the Razor's Edge, and then Gorilla lets us know that Bret Hart is in the locker room looking for the anvil. It's true. He's wandering around yelling words like, Nightheart! Jim! Where is he? Where's the trigger? <laughs> uh, but he can't find him. Todd Pentengale's at the King of the Ring board. He's supposed to have the 1-2-3 kid here, but he's not here. Will he fight? I don't know. Back to you guys. Here comes the rocket, Owen Hart. Art Donovan, though, seems to be sad that the party is close to ending. Now, after the semifinals, the finals, and that's it, huh? That's right, Razor Ramon goes to the final. Oh, I see. <laughs> 227 pounds build for the rocket. How much does this fellow weigh? <laughs> Silence. About six seconds later, 235, I think. The music of the 123 kid plays. Will he be here? In case anyone's wondering, he's billed at 212 pounds. There he is! What a man! All right! The 123 Kid gets right to the ringside area. Now the lights in the arena are down because the 123 Kid's light show is about to start. And there is an absolutely amazing shot behind the back of a 123 Kid. Owen Hart hits a baseball slide out of nowhere. The foot comes right into frame and takes down the. It's like a 3D movie. The bell rings. Suicide dive by Owen Hart. He tosses the kid inside, goes up top, hits a Benoit head, but one, two, no. That kid's a tough guy, huh? Owen does the sternum turnbuckle shot. The kid goes up top, moonsault, one, two, no. Manistral cradle by the kid, one, two, no. That kid is some tough guy. <laughs> no, I didn't accidentally write it twice. They do the exchange of flips, followed by one, two, three kicks, one, two, no. HBK killing Inziguri, called Beautiful Counter Move by Gorilla. One, two, no. I just wanted to note here, Owen Hart's wearing all pink tonight, and it's awesome. Northern Light Suplex by the kid. One, two, three. The referee actually smacks three, but Owen got his foot on the ropes at the last moment. Donovan yells, oh. The match continues. Top rope flipping assault by the one, two, three kid. The Macho Man announces he's officially retired due to the new generation action. Back inside, spinning heel kick by the one, two, three kid. But Owen catches the kid in air, locks it a German. One, two, no. 
We get a double feature of the rope break, and it is true that Owen was safe. Donovan wonders, though, how could they be so agile? Suplex set up by Owen, countered into a victory roll by the kid. One, two, no! Reversed by Owen. One, two, no! Irish whip, leapfrog by the kid, caught. Powerbomb, sharp! Oh, he's out! He's out! The one, two, three kid taps! Like the one, two, three kid actually taps. The bell rings! Art is confused! What kind of a hold was that? It's over! Savage is all over this match's junk. Like, oh man, this is the new generation. The new generation is amazing. And you know what? This match fucking rules. Yes, my pace and delay relaying the information tried to match the pace of the match. But you get that 3D kick. The insane pace. You get, how much does this fellow weigh? Art no-selling the sharpshooter. This is amazing. They're absolutely ignoring Art. Because how could you not during this match? Even I would ignore him. Four and a half entertainment whatever I've been doing. Awesome. Just fucking awesome. I've heard this called the best sub four minute match in history. And my stamp of approval is given. Not that it matters. But I absolutely agree. And how do you follow up such an incredible matchup? With another Coliseum home video exclusive. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper, shortly after he arrived in the Baltimore arena earlier today. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't mind telling you, this promo is full-on Roddy Piper with absolutely no oversight whatsoever. He rambles about his children. He rambles about his Hollywood career. He shits all over Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh, that's unfortunate. He then brings up Jason Sensation, the youngster that Jerry the King Lawler hired to impersonate him. He's a good kid. He's been a little corrupted. I might have to seek out that Jason Sensation. Um, he, he shoots some subtle racism towards Don King and Rodney King as well. He ends by thanking Coliseum Home Video and then telling him to get the hell out of his locker room. Now, this is not great. This is really bad, Piper. But I love the idea. This really made me want to see more Coliseum Home Video exclusives. Like, why don't we get a show on Peacock, like a half hour, called Coliseum Home Video Exclusive. And each episode's a different Coliseum Home Video travels around with a superstar for a day. And we get to see that superstar be their character outside of the arena. Like, imagine heading to the grocery store with Seth Franklin Rollins. And he's some sort of an ultimate couponer. And the entire episode is built up to, will Seth Franklin Rollins be able to get all his groceries for nothing? Does he have the coupons organized in the appropriate way? And then the big finish, we get to the scanner, and they scan every coupon, only to show the total. And yes, it's true, all of Seth Rollins' coupons were invalid, and he has to pay the full price. I don't know, I kind of love it. But now... We have to go from the fictional world of Coliseum Home Video Exclusives to talk about the very real world. In the summer of 1994, and this is brought on by this promo from Piper. Folks, in the summer of 94, it's the summer of the two Jasons! Jason Sensation, doing the Roddy Piper impressions, eventually would be brought back to do the Owen Hart Nation stuff, okay? And I'm not saying that makes him a big deal. 
But there's another Jason Tur- Jason here in the summer of 94. Jason Taruskin, the guest host of the July 2nd edition of 1994 WWF Mania, who got the gig by sending in a video where he did a pretty rad Owen Hart impression. Are these two Jasons one? No, they're not. They're separate entities. How many individuals out there with the name of Jason have the power of Owen Hart impersonation? Is it something that's given to you at birth? Is it acquired? Is it tied with your namesake? I'm not sure. But please, someone find Jason Taruskin. Let's get him on the program, okay? And if you have the July 2nd edition of WWF Mania, I think Johnny C might have a little stocking stuffer of cash for you if you could toss it my way. Meanwhile, in the arena, it's time to move forward with our World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championship match. Out first is the Fuji contention, that being Master Fuji, the spokesman, James E. Cornette, Yoko Zuda, and Crush. Now, as Yoko Zuda is one half of this configuration, I'm sure you can imagine what's about to happen. And in fact, we don't have to wait long. Because as soon as Yokozuna comes into view, because you'll remember, we saw him earlier, but it was a Coliseum Home Video exclusive. As soon as he comes into view, whoa, how, how much does this guy weigh? 600 pounds plus, Art. Huh? 600 pounds plus. Whoa! Now, here come the head shrinkers with Captain Lou Albano and Sika. Now, granted, I will admit, these teams have with them a little bit of accoutrement. You know, you've got the tag team combination. They both have like a spokesperson, a manager, a trainer, etc., etc. And I could see how a newcomer might be a little overwhelmed. And it's proven true when Art speaks again. I can't follow. How many guys are going to wrestle now? Mm, just two against two. Oh! Two against two. Uh, I'm pretty sure Art isn't sure which two are going to do battle, but nonetheless, he at least has the equation balanced. Macho Man and Gorilla Monsoon speak a little bit about the Countdown to the Crown special that aired previously on the USA Network, and they mocked Johnny Polo for having to shave his goatee. However, Art is concerned about the geopolitical atmosphere of the World Wrestling Federation. These guys from the Pacific Islands or what? And they're from America Samoa. Oh, America Samoa? <gasps> Sensing imminent danger coming from Art's mouth. Gorilla Monsoon cuts him off to remind us we are live in Baltimore. The bell rings and we are off. A pretty fun face-off between all four men to start. It devolves into a slugfest. The Macho Man and Gorilla Monsoon are wondering about the anvil and his whereabouts. Suddenly, Art is wondering as well. How, how could you hurt him? Yoko Zoon. <laughs> Yoko Zoon. Uh, headbutts all around from the shrinkers, and a double headbutt sends Yoko falling through the ropes. Wow! A double headbutt for Crush sends him falling through the ropes. Wow! <laughs> this fucking catchphrase. Macho Man mentions that Crush is the smallest guy, and then immediately cuts off further art questioning by indicating Crush is around 300 pounds. So I, don't say that the Macho Man and Gorilla Monsoon don't learn out there. They're learning computers. They're figuring it out. Uh, Yokozuna has to get back in the ring, and to do so, mounts the steps, and Art gets a good luck, Costanza. 
He's got legs as big as most people's bodies. A normal tag team match breaks out, but Art is not pleased with his vantage point. Hey, Randy, I can't see. That guy's got the flag, huh? We then get a camera shot that shows Mr. Fuji, and he is indeed standing in front of the announce table waving the Japanese flag. Does Art Donovan not have a monitor? And if he does, has he been looking forward into the ring all night? I, just, I love the idea of Gorilla and Macho Man being like the varsity jocks, being like, Oh, Randy, Randy, don't tell him he's got a monitor. And then giggling. Yeah, let's prank this fucker gorilla, yeah. I just, oh man, I just can't get over it. Yoko is in trouble. He takes a powder. The macho man thinks, well, Yokozuna probably feels weird walking around without a title around his waist. Art recalls that he once majored in mathematics at the Sam Houston Institute of Technology and springs into action. Must be a big uh, title. Crush it now with Fatu. He goes for the head. Big mistake, as Jack Slater would say. Uh, pile driver, delivered by Fatu to Crush, gives me anxiety. Oose headbutt off the top rope. One, two, no. Gorilla Monsoon and the Macho Man put over that head shrinker mania is sweeping the globe. Art Donovan, well, oh, look, now they're getting mad at each other. I have no idea what he's talking about, so we must press forward. <laughs> I seriously, I tried. I tried to figure out what he's talking about. However, however, Gorilla Monsoon gives an amazing comeback. Because remember, Art said, Hey, look, now they're getting mad at each other. As we are live in the Baltimore Arena. He's letting us know that Macho Man and Gorilla are also getting mad at Art Donovan. As we are live! It's actually an amazing use of Gorilla's craft, and I'm quite proud of him. Fuji strikes with the flag. A clothesline from Kona, and Fatu does the 360 selling. Macho Man, though, God love him, wants to repair things at the announce table, and he explains who Master Fuji is to Art Donovan. It's quite nice. Unprompted, Art adds, I can't believe a man could be that big. Look at the size. He could take over a whole defensive line. Yoko hits the Hulkamania killer leg drops. Art responds in kind. Oh! Oh! The head shrinkers appear to be in peril with Fatu in a nerve lock. Ironically, delivered by Crush. Yoko is tagged in. He misses a stinger ass splash. Because it's a stinger splash, but he uses his ass. Art hits his patented. Oh! Hot tags now, and it's Bonzo Gonzo as all four men are in the ring. A super kick party is delivered to Yoko Zoo. He falls to the outside. Oh, he gonna fall right through the concrete floor! Who's legal, everyone wonders. Well, I don't know, but Fatu goes up to the top rope to splash down onto Crush. But at the same time, Yoko Zuda is rammed into the solid steel post. Fatu loses his balance and balls himself on the top turnbuckle. Art Donovan, ladies and gentlemen, then plants seeds for the future of sports entertainment. Hi, we better watch it. Oh, they're going to fall into our table here. Backstage, Bret Hart and Diesel's ears perk up. Superplex by Crush delivered to the fatster. 
It almost fucking killed him. Well, that goes the ring. Savage shouts out the botch by being like, it's kind of a superplex brain buster combo. Yoko hits the Hulk killer yet again. And oh my goodness, Lex Luger is in the aisle. The fucking nerd is wearing a t-shirt with the American flag on it that I'm sure he got at the Walmart. Crush sees his new rival. Lex Luger says, bring it. A schoolboy. One, two, no. Macho Man and Gorilla Monsoon then go into great detail about who Lexi Luger is, how he has a relationship with Yokozuna, and how he has a relationship with Crush as they prevented one another from entering the King of the Ring tournament. It's truly an annoying amount of detail for those of us who are already in the know. Now, the Head Shrinkers hit twin magic, and Art diagnoses himself with ADD live on pay-per-view when he asks, Who's the fellow with the flag? He's ignored for quite a moment, but then Gorilla, as he's asking about a top WWF superstar, has to answer, Art Donovan, that's Lex Luger. Oh! Okay. <laughs> like that solves it for Art. He still has no fucking idea. Super kick delivered to Crush. One, two, three! And the Head Shrinkers win. Lex Luger and Crush battle. The Head Shrinkers rescue Lex. And wow, folks, Lex Luger takes off his shirt and reveals he's wearing a barber pole onesie. It's like a fucking barber pole was melted down and turned into an athletic onesie for a large man. And he's just wearing it fucking loud and proud. The rating for this match, inclusive Noring. They were inclusive, but then just were fed up and ignored unless they absolutely had to because sometimes they just couldn't escape it. And I give this four and a quarter stars of entertainment or whatever I've been doing. Like this, this was a good one. Art was really bringing it. But let's again head to the Toddster who has the rocket. Brett, you won the King of the Ring last year, but tonight you're a loser. That's my Owen Hart. But I just love that he called him a loser. Shades of the model Rick Martell. Shockingly, the rocket predicts that he'll be victorious tonight and wishes Stu a happy Father's Day. Oh my God, fans. The final, the final nail in the coffin of the Toddster's relationship with Art Donovan has been hit. Because Todd says, let's send it back to Gorilla Monsoon, the Macho Man. He takes a breath and he didn't say Gorilla Monsoon and the Macho Man. You know, you think he say Gorilla Monsoon, the Macho Man, and Art Donovan. But he takes the breath at ringside. Oh, Toddster! So much shade. Gorilla Monsoon sets the scene in the arena. We see the final King of the Ring bracketing. Uh, the Macho Man says, Art Donovan, I gotta hand it to you. Oh, I'm right there! You may have predicted a winner. And then Helmet King? Helmet Crown King, right? Gorilla Monsoon, of course, predicted Mabel to win this whole thing. And when the Macho Man who asks him who he picks in the finals, he goes out of his way to endorse Razor Abode without endorsing him. So he's not in line with Art. He's like, well, I picked Mabel. IRS beat Mabel. Razor Abode beat IRS. And now Razor Abode's in the finals. So he doesn't outright say it, but he does kind of say it. Here we go with the finals. Bill Dunn is announcing that this is the finals of the tournament, and he about has an aneurysm. His face is weird. Here comes the Razor Man. He is dubbed by Gorilla Monsoon. 
Art Donovan's choice to go on and become the king of the ring. Art, you could become a great prognosticator. Ha <laughs> ha, something like that. These fans are going crazy. Razor Ramon mounts the steps as every other sports entertainer on the card has done. This encourages the artster. Oh, he looks ready to go. He looks ready to go. Either Art is starting to think real buddy is on the line here or he's hit his stride and is really into it. However, not without criticism is the artster. I wish he'd got rid of that toothpick, though. Here comes the man who would be Rocket King. The Macho Man puts over that Owen beat Brett at Mania 10, and tonight he beat the 1-2-3 kid. The bell rings. Who will be crowned? We start with a lockup and then a razor punch. The Macho Man wonders if Stu Hart is proud of Owen Hart's accomplishments. I'm sure he's proud of all of his children, Randy. Equally? Mm, good question by the Macho Man. Rocket slap by Owen Hart. A flying press. Sloppily caught by Razor. Uh, he turns it into a really shitty-looking body slam. This guy over, uh, what? Razor Ramon outweighs him by what? 30 pounds? He's ignored. And we started so strong, too, with the inclusion. Slingshot and a beauty by the Razor Man gets a two-count. Gorilla asks to imagine the energy that's already been spent by these athletes. Art! Art answers! That's what I mean! These guys are so well-trained, uh, they could play a football game forever! Bridges, backslides, flippy combos, encounters. Uh, finally ends in a two-count for the Razor Man. Gorilla Monsoon asks Randy a question. Art forgets that his name is Art and not Randy. He takes his life into his own hand and just says, word vomity, you know what I think? I think Razor's gonna lose. Now, wait a minute, Art. You predicted at the beginning of our program. What? After watching the show, I think the other guy's got a little too much more. It's a man's prerogative to change his mind. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh, thank you very much. Owen hits a big spinning heel kick. Come on, Racer! What? You just picked Owen! Come on, Racer! We've got a 60-minute time limit here. How could they go that long? Owen uses the ropes for leverage during an abdominal stretch. Razor Ramon counters out of this and hits his patented one-handed Razor Ramon choke slam for a two-count. SOS by Razor! He beats up Shelton! One, two, no! Razor goes for a suplex. Owen flips out and hits a side Russian leg sweep. Called by Gorilla Monsoon. Beautiful leg trip and neck snap. Owen goes up top. A moonsault is coming. But Razor goes under the legs and takes the leverage. Shades of this match with Bam Bam Bigelow. A middle rope side suplex. Razor about signals for the edge. He's dangerously close to the ropes. And you know, when he puts Owen down on his legs, uh, Razor's facing the entranceway, and there's no room. Like, why would you do it there? Because once you get him up, you got to walk around and find a place to drop him. Ugh. Of course, this is all just set up for a big back body drop by Owen Hart. Razor is down on the outside, and someone is here. It's Reno, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. He's like, Razor, are you okay? Razor's like, no, man, I ain't okay, Chico. The Anvil helps Razor Ramon to his feet. And then... A rhino line is delivered by the anvil. Hey, why are they doing that? Into the post goes Razor. And then 
razors assisted into the ring by the anvil. Now, the referee turns around right as anvil helps razor in the ring. And the anvil does the awesome thing where he's like, nope, just fixing my hair. That's where my hands are. Oh, just slicking back my hair. It's it's beautiful. It's I love it. Razor's on the mat. Owen heads up top and hits a rocket elbow, I guess. One, two, three. The Rocket King lives! Art, however, can't follow what's happening. Wait! Wait! Tell me what's going on! Owen yells into the camera, I did it, Dad! I did it! We get some pyro. The new foundation beats on Razor Ramon for no reason. Anvil picks up Razor. I thought he was going to give him a mid-card uh, spidebuster, but no, he holds him. Owen runs the ropes. They hit the fucking heart attack! It's awesome. I did not remember they did that, and it's fucking rules. Obviously, both of these men need mental assistance. There's a huge We Want Brett chant coming from the youngsters in Baltimore. Owen revels in victory. But wait, we're hearing that Ray Rougeau is in the back with Brett the Hitman Hart, and it's true. Ray's got a microphone. He's asking questions, and Brett's just standing there for an interview and apparently not at all willing to help out Scott Hall. So, Owen is leaving the ring, Heading towards the King area. Let's pause and rank this match before we hear from Brett. Because the match itself is over. Super inclusive! Yes, they ignored a little bit, but there was way too much back and forth to be anything but. It might be the most inclusive match since the first one. And they're all over Art Donovan, mocking him. And he's making a fool of himself. We get Art changing his pick, then cheering for Razor Mode, then being confused at the end. Do we dare... Yes! Five entertainment star thing, ranky, ranky things. Pretty close to the perfect Art Donovan performance. And Owen Hart is the king of the ring. Folks, greatest moment in the history of our sport? Well, probably not quite that far, but nonetheless, very entertaining. It's time to hear from the Hitman and then the Rocket King. Let's hear from the Hitman first. Ray Rougeau asks for a comment on what Owen did out there accomplishing what Brett did just one year ago. Brett says, I have no comment, and just walks away. Well, why did he stand there and wait for the question? Why not have a sketch where Ray Rougeau's running around the backstage area and he sees him and runs down the hallway like, Brett, Brett, can I get a comment? Can I get a comment? And Brett just slams the door in his face. But, flip side... Since this makes Brett look like an idiot by standing there and waiting for Ray to ask his question, I'm going to allow it. Now we head back to the commentary table. Randy Savage is all over the place again with his hands, and I just can't handle it. He drops his theory that Jim the Anvil Neidhart helped Brett retain the title so Owen can beat Brett for the championship. Art Donovan needs answers. Let me ask you a question. Did you two guys act like that in the ring when you were wrestling? Now, Gorilla Monsoon is looking at Art Donovan as he asks his question, and the Macho Man has his head cocked towards him, so they know he's there. Gorilla's answer, Do you think the anvil is that smart, Randy? Savage then turns and faces Gorilla directly. Art kind of has a half smile on his face. And you know what? I think he's finally realizing that he's just going to be ignored. And you know, he just kind of looks around as they talk to each other. 
he sort of glances behind him, look, just seeing what's going on, getting a, getting a feel for everything that's happening. And I gotta be honest, it's kind of a little sad. Then some kingly music starts, and Gorilla throws to the Toddster. Now, I know this show's running a little long, folks, and Art doesn't have a lot to say here, but I can't skip over all of this. It's a beautiful moment. Jack Tuddy is even here. He's supposed to present the cape and the crown. But no! Owen wants his main man, Reno, to do it. And the anvil goes to do it. Owen, however, before he can get the kingly accoutrement, demands that Todd Pettengale get down on one knee, and Todd does. The scepter is given to Owen. Then, the cape is draped on Owen by the Reno. Uh, Gorilla calls the cape, I just want to add, the tremendous cape. Well, all right. The tremendous cape braid. Owen sits down. He needs the crown. The Reno goes over to the crown, and before he grabs the crown, he sort of does the Raiders of the Lost Ark, like Indy tried to make sure that, you know, he like wags his fingers before he grabs the idol and puts the bag on. He's like, yeah. and then he grabs it. That's what the anvil does. And then he puts it on the head of Owen Hart. He is officially the king. Todd is ready to proclaim the rocket. Owen grabs the mic. Owen cuts his legendary promo and proclaims that with his first act, from this day forward, he will be known as the King of Hearts. The King of Hearts. And you people remember it with respect for the King of Hearts. I love how he says it three times. It's beautiful. And oh my God, after this beautiful moment, we're back at the commentary table. And folks, the shot is set up differently. We can only see Gorilla Monsoon and the Macho Man in the frame. Where is Art? The production of the World Wrestling Federation has decided to, moving forward, erase him. Like, the fucking revolt of the WWF against Art Donovan is complete. I suppose you could say, Donovan Art Banished! They don't stay there long, but still, it's a huge statement. We get a video recap of Piper and Lawler. I'm not going to recap it for you. I'm sure you can all imagine it's mostly jokes about wearing dresses in bad movies. Uh, We do get to see Jason Sensation as Roddy Piper in the recap. Somebody get that kid a fucking hamburger. Jesus Christ. As soon as the video ends, Gorilla says, This is a new generation! This is what we're all about! But it's Piper and Lawler, man. Jerry's out first. He's billed at 235. Art Donovan has found the courage to continue, and he speaks. I tell you, I can't believe this whole show. These guys are... It's unbelievable. Now, now was this guy the king at one time? Jerry Lawler? He's a legend in his mind, going on a long time. Lawler mocks the fans at ringside. A girl even gives him the finger. Lawler comes close to the announce table, but he thinks better of it when he sees Savage. In the ring now, he has the mic. A Burger King chant breaks out. The king says hello to, and I quote, Governor Budweiser. Is the governor of Maryland actually here? Well, the camera cuts to an old white guy. So, probably. He then mocks the kids in the Toronto hospital. Art drops a genius knowledge bomb when Lawler is complete. He should have been a preacher. He missed his vocation. 
Not very well liked, is he? Uh, I think he owes everybody money. Some bagpipers come out and lead the way. Roddy Piper's built at 229. The new generation is alive and well. New? Here he comes, Rowdy Roddy Piper, with his no fear shirt. He doesn't yell, no retreat, no surrender. But I love when he does that because no retreat, no surrender is a great fucking movie, by the way. Have you guys ever seen it? It has nothing to do with Piper, but it's about the ghost of Bruce Lee. Yes, the ghost of Bruce Lee training a kidster that gets picked on so this kidster can, at the end of the movie, fight a very young Jean-Claude Van Damme. You should watch it. The youngster, Jason, is with him. I guess they're friends now, because Gorilla calls him. Look, he's got his pal with him! Some girl in the pink shirt is losing it in the audience for Piper. Is this a young Ronda Rousey? Piper enters the ring and takes the mic. Testing. Hello? He doesn't say sibilance, though. That's the ultimate testing the mic word. He says, Jerry Lawler, we have come to kick ass and chew bubblegum. He lets the kidster finish. And we're all out of bubblegum, man. Look at Piper in unbelievable shape. Ripped. No, Randy. Piper wasn't rip. That was Hulk Hogan, dude. The bell rings. Fists of Frogtown and friendship by the rowdy one. And he's biting him now. Art Donovan has a laughing fit. Piper spits at Jerry Lawler. Oh, he's really mad, huh? Nothing. Completely shunned at this point. Piper unleashes more fists. I don't think Piper likes this guy. No response. Piper, at some points, even scares old Earl Hebner, making Earl call around on the ring. Now, folks, this match is dumb. An atomic drop sends the king through the ropes in front of the announce table. The king says the kid. Art says, uh-oh! Fucking Art, Shades of the Uh-Oh! And USA by Hacksaw Chip Duggan from WrestleMania, the album. You know, because randomly that song, Hacksaw's like, Uh-Oh! And here, Art's just like, Uh-Oh! Piper tries to save the kidster. Lawler, using the kid as bait, finally takes control of this match because he starts beating on the kid, and Piper covers up the kid like, No! Kick me instead, Lawler! Protect the children! But poor Art Donovan's completely in the doghouse at this point. But then he says, I think Piper's in trouble. You know, Art Donovan, I think you're right. All right, Randy, yeah. But I'm still feeling pretty shunned here. Lawler locks in the sleeper, then hits the pile driver. One, two, no. The macho man pleads for Rowdy Piper to fight. But Art takes justice into his own hands. Since Randy wants Piper to get up so bad, Art says, I better start playing the bagpipes. Ooh, Art with a little heel turn here. Can he cement the full heel turn before the show's conclusion? Piper up. He tells Lawler to bring it. And he does. Piper's back up and punching. Lawler is down. Lawler up in an eye poke. A bulldog by Piper. Another bulldog by Piper. A third bulldog is set up, but Lawler tosses Piper into the ref, and Earl is down. Lawler digs into his trunk for some sort of a foreign object. He hits Piper with it. I don't like this. I almost want to get out of my chair and do something about it. But Art Donovan has had enough and cements the heel turn. 
he calls the bluff. Go ahead! Nothing. Go ahead! I'll help ya! Lawler covers. One! Two! No! Piper is up! He hits a side suplex and then, like, wraps his body inverted around the king's legs. He pins him like a three-year-old for the one, two, three, and it's over. Rowdy Piper hoists the kid on his arms, shades of Miss Elizabeth, some pyro ignites, and the king of the ring, 1994, has reached its conclusion. Now, before we get out of here, we've got to rank this matchup. Folks, shunned. Completely shunned. And you know what, guys? No match on this show has got dipped below three on the entertainment scale. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the first match that's been completely shunned. Like, we've had some rankings that were in between, but this is full shun. And guess what it gets? It gets a one. Only a one. And it's just for the Art Donovan heel turn. This is what happens when you combine shitty wrestling and you shut down Art Donovan. I've got no time for you. So... The show's over. What are my final thoughts? I tell you, I I think you guys all get my style at this point, hopefully. You've listened to enough shit. I call this pay-per-view an all-time entertainment masterpiece. It's easily digestible comfort food, okay? Someday... You got some bullshit to do. Maybe you got to clean the entire fucking house. Man, just put it on. Just put it on and listen while you've got to do the nonsense. And I promise it will help things go smooth. Every once in a while, Art's going to drop in with a gem. Maybe you stop and look a little bit more when Diesel and Bret Hart are fighting. I know you absolutely take a four-minute break and watch that all-timer between the kid and Owen Hart. But I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it if you just go with it and, and you want to be entertained. Now, I do think the cleaning of the house is a necessity because you've got to put this on when it's just the background. If you're staring at it the entire time, you may not get the same level of entertainment. But who really sits and watches an entire wrestling pay-per-view unless you're doing a podcast about it? Put it on there. Listen to it. You know, wrap yourself up in the warm blanket that's Art Donovan, 1994. And the king of hearts. And you can do that with lots of shows we've talked about here on the new TNN podcast feed. So do us a favor, write a review, subscribe. That way you get notified whenever new content drops. I'm Johnny C. A winner is you. We are pop. And how much does this guy weigh?